what's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhardt. What began as a well-intentioned playdate for kids of color at a Bay Area elementary school quickly spiraled into something very different. That playdate on Sunday sparked anger online as right-wing groups seized on it to cry racism, and that eventually led to a bomb threat today that forced the evacuation of the school. You know, we'd love to think this is an isolated incident, but sadly, this kind of viral hate is more and more common. It often leads to terrible violence. We've seen it at schools and universities around the country and mass shootings from coast to coast. And last week's killing of a shopkeeper who displayed a pride flag outside her store in Southern California. Thankfully, nobody was hurt today at Chabot Elementary School in Oakland, which was safely evacuated before classes even began. Police spent hours searching. They found nothing dangerous, but the incident sent hundreds of kids home for the day, canceling a day of school terrified and terrorized a community which will now have to come to grips with this and all of its fallout and it all started because of one parent's post on social media brett and patty all right so doug this is this is your neighborhood school so you're very involved there what can you tell us about this play date that ultra conservative web groups got so upset about yeah, this was a play date for families of color, for black, brown, and Asian children. Uh, they had one like this last year. Uh, they had it on Sunday. Um, and, uh, you know, there are some people who find that valuable, some who don't. It's totally voluntary, whether people go or not. Uh, it's to encourage uh, people to get to know each other better uh, within their own groups in a school that is, you know, majority white, not overwhelmingly, but probably in the 55, 60% range white. Um, there were some parents who were not so happy about it last year uh, and expressed their concerns. And one of those parents expressed his concern again. And I'll stress, this is not a white parent. This is a, a brown parent uh, who, who didn't think it was a good idea to have this. Uh, but it went off without a hitch on Sunday. And then that parent um, posted on Reddit his dismay. He posted a copy of the flyer about it and you know, fairly innocently asked legitimate questions. Is this a good idea? Is this the best way to fight racism? You know, will we look back on this as a mistake? Should we be segregating kids? Uh, but what happened was uh, people on Reddit took it and ran with it, and the comments got extremely racist, and then it moved over to Twitter, and then it got picked up by some right-wing uh, groups online, and from there it just went viral and millions of people saw it, and the threat started pouring in. So who was threatened, Doug? Uh, well, there was initially a pretty nasty threat last night against the school uh, and the principal, um, which set off some alarm bells. And the principal sent out an email to everyone just telling them this had happened. Uh, and, um, you know, it was threatening race war and things like that, just so people could be aware. And she had a staff meeting to tell them what was going on. What escalated was this morning when somebody emailed a bomb threat. Uh, to the school and the principal um, in relation to this event. That is an actual direct credible threat. That is when the police showed up, the bomb sniffing dogs, the FBI involved now because uh, it's being investigated as a hate crime and that shut down the school for the day. So what started as one parent just online saying, gee, I don't know about this. Is this the best idea? Turned into this huge thing that went viral nationally and now, you know, sent almost 600 kids home to miss a day of school. Can you tell us a little bit more about the, the history of the, the play date? I mean, is there anybody excluded from it or can anybody go? No. And that's one of the problems is the, you know, the, the parent said in his post, gee, this sounds an awful lot to me like, you know, white's not allowed. It didn't say white's not allowed. It, it didn't say, you know, 
anything like that. Uh, but people seized on that to then say online, look, the inclusion committee is excluding white people. This is racism against white people. It didn't say white's not allowed. Now, I don't know what would have happened if, you know, some white kids, white families had shown up for it. And for all I know, they did. Uh, it just said, you know, play date for black, brown, API kids and their families. Come meet some of the other kids in your school, uh, which is similar. You know, we have all kinds of things like that. There's LGBTQ groups. There's neurodivergent groups. Um, it, this is that kind of group. But, you know, people really took offense to it. This really shows we live in such a volatile and polarized time when something like this can spread like wildfire on the Internet and, and truth and objectivity quickly evaporate. Uh, what happens next for the school? Yeah, I can only imagine because we've had other things happen in the past that have led to, you know, these mass meetings and a lot of soul searching and um, really heated uh, events, meetings. I'm sure we're going to have more. Uh, on the one hand, everyone really came together in a hurry. Um, you know, parents went running down there, I among them, to help out in any way we could, to help kids get home, to help the school. Uh, and I think something like this really unites a community. On the other hand, people are going to air their feelings about how they feel about having these kinds of playdates, how they feel about the, how the school handled it, um, you know, how was the communication. Uh, and as you say, you know, things spread like wildfire and truth often is the first victim, right? Um, this parent did not say whites were not allowed, but that's what got put on Twitter and everywhere else. Look, a school in California, these woke people in California are banning white people. That is not what happened, but that's what it turns into. And it just shows the unintended consequences of anything we do online and how careful you have to be, um, you know, the difference between intent and, and impact. Uh, he didn't intend for this to happen. He quickly took it down, in fact, and went into the comments and was apologizing, saying, wait, 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 that's not what I meant. But it's too late. Uh, you know, the cat is out of the bag and look at the impact it had. I'm reminded of the city council meetings uh, in Walnut Creek. Uh, there have been they, they play them online live and then they take a question and answer and what have you. People get their time to speak. And those people who are spewing hate at those meetings don't even live in the area. They live outside of the area. Do you think that's part of the case here? Yeah, absolutely. That's what happens. I mean, you look at all these comments online. These are not people from the Bay Area. These are people from anywhere in the country. And I'm sure this threat, which turned out to be bogus, you know, came from some guy in South Carolina, not to spare South Carolina, but some guy somewhere in some other part of the country. Of course, there was no actual bomb. This is how easy it is to, to stoke this kind of terror from anywhere these days. And yeah, people come, you know, they have an opinion, they want to share it. It's one thing to do it online. It's another to actually go to a city council meeting and get up and, and spew things that, you know, don't even affect you. That shows a greater level of commitment, but um, it doesn't take much, right, to tap out a few strokes on your phone or your keyboard on your laptop, and suddenly you've added your voice, and it can lead to something really terrible. An unfortunate incident for sure. Thank you so much, Doug. Yeah, thank you. It's been quite the day over here. Uh, we'll talk about something a little more positive, I hope, tomorrow on the state of California, which you can hear every weekday at 3.30 in the afternoon. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find more on this on Twitter, at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS.